on the Spencer's of the Pez. Goking out at the cons, Renaissance Fest. Watch animated chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a Trekkie. <laughs> Sit back and watch as the Uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the left to F in your dictionary. And add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor. I'm just the definition of a fanboy, baby. It's a Fanboy Planet Podcast, and here's your host, a man commonly known as the Tool Man, Derek McCaw! Oh, you see how he did that? I do, that was... Uh, Derek the Tool it. Man, Taylor making, McCaw? Making sense to nobody yeah. but us. Yeah. yeah. It's a very yeah. private podcast tonight. It is, that's alright. I don't even know if anybody's listening, except Brian Shimada, who wrote in to give you questions for Jim Lee, which we're going to leave unasked tonight because we won't we repeat want, them we want you to be fresh with those questions from brian shimada you shouldn't oh, even read them before you talk to the no he already did he already oh, did. i saw brian shimada leaving the store tonight i spoke with him for a while as long. i was nice. taking the dog out to See, use the restroom you can come to the podcast and and and, and befriend us befriend us it's nice. not me though no, not you. No, I, mean, I didn't I'm talk to him. He just drove by. Okay. No. All right. Anyway, I, don't, I don't want people talking to me. I don't want him touching me. Any, I don't want. We don't want to touch you. Um, and by the way, this is Derek McCaw, editor in chief of FanboyPlanet.com. We are podcasting from Elusive Comics Games, two seven two five El Camino Real, Suite one hundred four in Santa Clara, California. It's late. We'd like to drive traffic to this place because we believe we do that. And it is April 4th, Wednesday, not April Fool's, just us. And to my right, of course, is my fabulous announcer. This is Nate Costa. No, that's not who you are. Oh, I thought you said to the... Oh, this is Lon Lopez. How's it going, everybody? Lon would prefer that you use Starboard and Port from now on. Okay, and across from Lon, directly across from Lon, his impending replacement... Huh? Well, this is the real Nate Costa here, uh, reporting live from the Fanboy Planet Podcast. Now, that's okay. a quality radio voice. Yes, yes. <laughs> and across from me, podcast producer, Moral Compass, Rick Brett Snyder. Indeed. Another tool man. Man of leisure. Uh, and tool man. And bon vivant. Bon vivant. And, and bony bear. Anyway, we got some comics news, we got some movie news, we got some TV news. I'm going to start off, I mean, because I feel like tensions are high. Let's just get are them they? higher. Is <laughs> the tide high? About, I, I feel hostility coming from Nate, but that's just every week. Mm. So, uh, just because I, I, I don't feel the night's complete unless Nate's upset because we don't have a do- Walking Dead episode to talk about. <laughs> don't jump ahead. <sighs> okay. Because what I want to do is completely incapacitate you by letting you rant right up the top. So really, um, yes. in comics, oh, great. News, the uh, last week was while well, we were we took the week off. Sorry about that. Just we needed a vacation. People, life got in the way. Got life right? got in you the can't way. Podcast every Wednesday. Oh, I should say by the way. Of course, we are brought to you by the Terror of Dracula. Uh, so, and I think I might have a sponsor for next week too. Uh, well, we have a sponsor for a month. So, uh, Terror of Dracula, hey, Terror produced Dracula. by our own. Fandroid Bill Bossert. So, Bill. And sometimes listen. Here we are. In fact, let's take a moment and listen to the ad for it right now. The original gothic horror returns in a faithful adaptation of Bram Stoker's original classic, The Terror of Dracula. Available on DVD from www.newdraculamovie.com. What a great ad that was. I was scared. 
And we could, yeah, we're actively seeking sponsorship. I'll take that. And of course, Bill's been a longtime listener, and a, and I guess, and I would say a personal friend. Uh, yeah, he has befriended us, even though you know we've never met him face to face. And although not, I'm a little disappointed, he did not accept my friend's request on Avengers. Alliance. Alliance. He, just, he just might be too busy right <laughs> now. What level uh, agent is he? I, he's not on it. So oh, he's not well playing. Then maybe then he doesn't want to play the game. Don't I'm just saying. He's my Facebook friend and he's a fandroid. Why is he not on my Avengers Alliance team? As I understand it, he has this thing called a life. Yeah, well, so do we. What? You know what? Part of my life includes playing Avengers yeah, exactly. Alliance on Facebook. No. Uh. But all I do is return gifts. Okay, so uh, <laughs> that's all I have time to do part of the game. I know. Yes. That's what I've been doing is like... Dave, stop clicking me. Stop. Okay. Um, anyway. And that's not even playing the game. I know. That is weird. Anyway, last week while we were off was when the Comic-Con Hotel Drive went live. So, okay, guys, go ahead. Go, go. I'm just going to sit back. Go ahead. Let me let me start, guys. You go ahead and start. I already got my hotel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, your house is it? He doesn't carry us with his fiance. Exactly. Shuttle. Oh, okay. Takes 10 minutes. He's actually yeah. staying in a shuttle. Because the 24 but how many, hours, how many miles away you is, just it, sleep is on your it. place? Five point seven, five point something. I don't so know. It's I, on hotel I spent like hours going over that hotel list and figuring out the top twenty that I would want. All of which were, actually, there were two that were a mile away, but most of them were seven blocks or less away from the sure, from the convention sure. center. Twenty hotels I put together. I was online at nine o'clock. I had submitted my request before nine o five. Uh huh. My hotel is not on my list, and is seven miles away from the convention center. Yep, you got boned. What's the moral of the story? Comic-Con must die. The other moral of the story. Comic-Con should move to Las Vegas. The other moral of the story. Comic-Con uh, is so I can spend all that money on toys. <laughs> the other moral of the story, friends, is to early bird book. Was there an well, option? That's one that was, well, he did, and that's why he's, what, five miles away? Um, five miles, goes. ten minute shuttle. That, yeah, that wouldn't have been acceptable. Nice hotel. Yeah. So what are you going to do, Rick? I'm possibly going to go to two other conventions for the same amount of money. Or rent but, a actually, Winnebago. I talked to the, I, I did call them on Monday. Now, that was the other thing. When was, uh, it was Thursday. Thursday was when you signed up. Thursday was when you signed up. And they Sunday? say, we'll be back to you within 48 hours. On Sunday afternoon, <laughs> April first, I got, 1st. I got my letter. Hours. That's a little bit more than forty-eight hours. I got the letter, and the uh, the travel agency opened the next morning at nine o'clock. So I called them immediately, and they said, "Well, you're still waitlisted on all the hotels that." Um, yeah, and I would imagine, but was, yeah. but they can't explain what waitlisted means versus the people who watch the site for openings and jump on those openings. Now. I don't oh, know if they. Oh, oh, yeah. Because like they're going to open on, on on April tenth. They're going to open up the hotels again, so oh, that any any openings, any openings from people who canceled, can now be booked directly. Remember last year they yeah. had they had that like matrix of, yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. what were the available available rooms. Yeah. So, and I was on the phone like for fifteen minutes saying, so what does that mean? And they just said, well, you're waitlisted. I said, well, what about the people who, well, they'd be able to do that too. And I was like, so I have no idea what you're telling me this. Right. And right. so I was going to wait. I'm going to wait another couple of days, and maybe I'll be able to talk to somebody who's not there part-time um, who will know how this thing was really going to work because it's absolutely ridiculous. You know how I'm going to celebrate Comic-Con this year? By staying home? I'm going to stay home, watch, have a the, birthday party. watch the hours of video footage I've taken in the last six years. <laughs> 
uh, open up some toys that I bought in the last six years. There you go. And then uh, just get my friends to come over so we can all stand in a line that goes nowhere. Ooh. Have your friends line up at your door so you can line up, stand in line on the stairs and read comics exactly. while you're standing mm. there. Yeah, and talk about movies and other things. Actually, if you just like wore a hoodie, you could claim to be uh, Kevin Smith mm. and walk by. and. Uh, or I could pretend I was Kevin Smith and give a lecture to all of my close friends there you go. while I talk about uh, 80's music and, and your uh, sexual relations and with your Tell wife. the Apollonia story. Tell and the Apollonia weed. story. Yeah. yeah. For four hours. Yeah. But the moral of the story is... My favorite part of Comic-Con. Comic-Con <laughs> is, just needs to go away. I mean, it, it's just an L.A. It's just like... Just such an L.A. thing. It's no, no, no. You doesn't need to go away. because you didn't get the hotel you wanted. I'm only upset because I got a hotel that's near Marine World. Exactly. That's not a bad thing. No, it's a horrible no, thing. Because now I've got SeaWorld. Now oh, I've got Marine <laughs> oh, Marine World. Not Marine World up in Vallejo. Oh, that's that's awesome. SeaWorld or whatever it is down there because I'm going to have to deal with that traffic getting out of my hotel. <laughs> no, just ride Shamu over. Oh, Take the I was just going to go there. <laughs> yeah. uh, Aquaman. How proud he looks in the <laughs> Aquaman, carry me Free away. Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> there is that harbor right there. You could totally ride, ride a whale in there. Thanks for helping me deal with my pain. <laughs> We did it the only way we know how. Now, here's the only way to solve it. It's like cauterizing a wound. (laughs) Make Comic-Con. hot poker. (laughs) Here's the the solution. Make Comic-Con a two-week event. That's not a solution. No, that way all the people go at least like one. It spreads it out more. Now there's more... Yeah. So that way, I, I'd still say uh, from a. Moment, I'd still go for the whole two weeks. I know that's the problem. <laughs> for uh, on a practical, note, I do understand your frustration. And since um, the day you set foot in San Diego, the first Comic Con that we went to together, which was, I believe, your first Comic Con, yes. you said this should be in Vegas, and <laughs> just, I did. Like, yes, you did. Even though I was at that first year. I was in the hotel adjacent to the right. To, um, it was it was just too, it's too big for that area. No, and but here's they, the thing: they, Would you they let put, me finish my point. So even okay. though you said those things, the difference is Las Vegas does not need the economy that is driven by Comic Con. San Diego absolutely does. San Diego should not have been built a convention center surrounded on three sides by water. Well, but the other thing is, and I've said it before, is look, as, as much as I've enjoyed your, your your company there, you are one of those Johnny Come Latelys. One of the reasons oh, that it is that okay. it is ah. so big is oh, that's, everybody yeah. heard it was wow. trendy. Snap. Yeah. yeah, everybody yeah. heard it was trendy, and they all showed up, and they all walked wow. to the foot and went, this should be in Vegas. I what could, the heck with you? Old the school first, versus new school. Yeah, it right. just happens to be I was working for a big served. software company, and we always had betas during that I time understand. period. I'm just saying... Right now, tonight, Rick and I, I believe I am X-Men, and Rick is, Rick is the Avengers, and now... No, no, you're Avengers. You're so much more Avengers than I'm okay, so X-Men. Okay, No, 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 X-Men are the mutant? rebels. I don't think so. I'm... No, you're the good-looking Amer- all-American hero. I'm the beast. So go... No, <laughs> no but see, Rick's trying to change something that can't be exactly. changed, like the Phoenix I'm Force. I'm persecuted. So oh. he's like the Avengers. You're a government You're right, that's tool. my point. There we go. And you're the X-Men. Yeah, that's what I said. No, I know, but I'm backing uh, you up with a you. better that argument. We move. We've got a lot to talk I said about. I'd like to talk about That's Avengers versus X-Men. Let's Infinite, go. So go ahead. You got the new ed- enhanced 
so the the yes. regular book came out. None of us have read it yet, right? No, no. Okay, yet. so but unless you count the parts that were in the backstories of the two. That's right. I've read that, the first five pages. Yeah, Marvel's been touting this infinite comics uh, with with very little detail until yesterday and today. Today, the first infinite comic came out, which is a step forward for the static non-motion. It's uh, you guys have all watched it, right? And now you've seen it today. Yeah. And you'd agree it's not a motion comic in any sense of no. the word. It is. It it really what do they call is. It? It's more an interactive comic. No, it's like an it's action not, comic. It is interactive. It's like action comics number one. See, I think that they had they had the wrong guy talking about it at Marvel because he was talking about uh, lawyers on the phone. Oh, with sorry. Him. He was I'll talking about how that. you could t- tap on a hero and get a hyperlink to explain the hero, and that's not uh, any part that of it. Sounds dirty. It's just wrong. It's not the. It's Everything not. Sounds dirty it's not what this is about. This is about the way. The images are drawn on a computer screen in a way that they can't be drawn on a piece of paper. So you I have think they were drawn on a piece of paper. They were drawn on no. These were all drawn. Actually, this issue was drawn using um, Adobe Sketch Pro. Oh, actually, can we pause Rick's for a second because this will add to his argument? Did anybody watch the uh, Marvel mashups during? Uh, yeah, they were great. Yes, where they showed uh, Caseda drawing the Hulk on one of those yes. computer screens. Yes. I wonder yeah. if that's what they draw on now. Yeah, that's what they draw on now. Oh, well, there you go. That's the what Rick was in the process yeah. of saying. We yeah. interrupted it. To well, the software. I was just backing them up. Yeah, right. yeah. So they, they use digitizing tablets, and they you use know, they now use the monitors that are are stylus uh, that are d- yeah. from Intuit. Intuit. Uh, no, no, no. Syntac. No. Yes, it's a uh, Sin... Tic Sin something. Yeah. Fresh anyway, your breath. There are, actually, those people have been at uh, Comic-Con yeah, for the yeah, last yeah, couple yeah. of years. Um, but in any case, they, they do multiple takes on the same panel, and that's just the way they processed onto the screen. They're doing things with focus, with having things in the background out of focus. At one moment, you click as if to change the page, and the background comes into focus, the foreground goes out of focus, as if you were doing a flat plane of uh, yeah, It's no, a bit I, gimmicky. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's gimmicky. It is it's, cool. It, it's, it is cool, but could were, you do it weekly? It is a lot more cinematic. It is definitely more cinematic. It is a lot without more cinematic. My question back is, and I think here Lon and I are, again, it's, it's gimmicky, it's cool. Do I want to do that every week? When part of what I love about comics is, again, the form. Yeah. I appreciate that they're trying to move it forward, and I think, honestly, with the expense of comics being what they are and sales being what they are, yes, there's probably a whole, probably more effectively than the new 52, this format might bring a lot of actual new readers, not lapsed comics readers, but actual new readers into the form for a while. Because they can pick it up. Yeah, and it's... It is something that um, they have said they're not going to. It's not going to replace the current digital format for comics. They're only going to do this currently for a couple of special events, filling in the cracks between stories. Um, the so fir- crack fillers. The g- Wait, so those. So that's talking. not. So what we. What you showed us tonight. It was a zero. Was not actually in a print form. Apparently, it is not in any of the books. So it's it, there may be some panels that reflect what's going on there, okay. but in that length and that much uh, dialogue, it's not in one of the books. Well, now that is more intriguing to me that if, it, if it's truly decent fill-in stuff. They literally said it was going to be areas where they look where there are places between stories where they can fill in a bit Wait, of the story. Then I'm going to be frustrated if... If they ever make reference to that from the regular books. Right, because yeah. I don't have an iPad. But Wait, didn't Zero come out last week? Zero did come zero out came last week. This is Zero, isn't it? No, I don't think it was. It's 0.75. Yeah, oh. something like that. Um, the, the, the idea that they're, they're doing this, um, it's, it's more, for me, it's more like, I was talking to Gaz before the show, 
And I was saying, this is really, I'm glad to see them thinking about this kind of stuff Yeah. in the visual storytelling, in yeah. the digital medium. I don't think they got it right, but they're moving in significant distance um, towards making making use of the medium. And the idea that, for example, the way text showed up on the page. Right. I'm sure you're like me. Any comic reader has gone into and realized that, oh, I read those panels out of order. I read those word balloons right, out of right, order. Right, right. And, and when they is, progress that's on, that's, that's, that's an advance and in storytelling. And then it is a way to teach, because Scott McLeod argued that in Understanding Comics, that there are, are people that look at a comic book and really, truly do not understand how to read it. Yeah. So this is a way to guide them through. It is a how-to. The only difference there with it being Marvel is I had seen a guy, and I wish I could remember what webcomic it was, like five or six years ago. A guy had experimented with that in Flash. Uh-huh. And same idea, guiding all that. And so it's surprising, and not to criticize Marvel on this, it is surprising to me that it's taken so long for someone on the mainstream, except that everybody in the mainstream is slow to jump on, to adopt this technique. But I think we even we might have even talked about it on the, one of the early podcasts uh, that may actually predate you. I apologize. Um, things happened before you. Uh, there were like eight episodes. Yeah, it was Andy. Um, and they weren't recorded because Andy just had like a <laughs> piece of tape. And he said, I'm taping. Uh, so, um, uh-huh. and... No blazer. Yeah. <laughs> Thank Jeez. you for that blast from the past. Mm-hmm. And um, we talked about it and it was like this guy said, this is probably the future of, of motion comics because this is, or web comics because it's guiding, it's doing this. And it was like, cool, we talked about one. Yeah, that's amazing. We would totally read webcomics that were doing this, and then nobody seemed to have picked up on it. Well, you know, my, my background in professional presenting, a lot of building a good presentation is in Using thinking, Marvel characters, is, yes. Yes. How you disclose, how you break disclosure down, how you bring in one bit and then reinforce it with another bit and another bit later, and that's why you don't do it all. You don't do all of it at the same time, which is what happens on a comics page. Everything's there on the page, except when you turn it, then you get a, a chance for a new disclosure. Right. And in this case, for example, we saw that one panel that was up in the left-hand corner. It was just one picture. Yeah. And the next step, it it grew to twice its size and and exposed more of what what the area right. was. Right. So and wait, the fa- last one was the full don't page. Don't wait. No. Wait. No. It grew. No. No. To twice no! its size. <laughs> And it exposed an area? What are you guys talking about? Okay. <laughs> anyway. You had to do it. It's getting real over here. <laughs> so we'll have to see what they've got, got going for next. Oh, blazer. Mm. Okay. What's next on the list? Uh, do I get to rant again? No. Uh, it's good. Maybe. Uh, I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> so wait, are you guys going to Comic-Con or what? We'll see. Okay. we'll see. Nate's going. Because I need somebody to, to buy me some G.I. Joe toys. So. Okay. Uh, Dark Horse uh, is delaying the Drusilla miniseries. So that, uh, Why Buff, do I know that name? Uh, from It's a Buffy spinoff. Uh, okay. Juliet Landau. It was going to be written by Juliet Landau and drawn by Tim Seeley, who is the artist on Hack Slash. They said, because of unavoidable scheduling issues, Drusilla had just shown up in Angel and Faith, the spinoff from Buffy Season 9. Right. And so it was like a big deal that, that Juliet Landau was going to script it, they were to write her own character. Oh, really? The actress is going to write her own comic? Yeah. Is she known for her writing? No, she's really known for being Martin Landau's daughter. But, oh, um, boy. But for being Drusilla, she, which she does, she knows that character very well and plays. Did she write her own well. scripts on the show? Uh, no, but I think she, she yeah, recited nursery Um So who knows? And uh, when they say unavoidable scheduling issues, I mean, what could they, you know. Was she really British? No. Okay. 
Oh, she's Martin Landau. Thought she's an American actress. Okay, yeah. She voices some characters on Justice League International, uh, Unlimited. I can't remember which Hollywood one she did. Well, but sometimes yeah. they mar- I don't know who. I know. She, oh, I he was married to Barbara Bain. Was but she? neither is Wesley. But they spent so much time in London. Yeah, but oh, that's true. That is. You're right. That is potential. But I don't think she is. Right. It's like uh, Wesley is not. Um, whatever that. Uh, yeah, that Wesley Crusher. No, Wesley. Uh, oh, okay. Snipes. Mm. No. Um, he should pay his taxes. The Eisner Awards uh, nominations were announced today. Oh, uh, oh that's so cool. We Comic-Con. can watch them when we go to Comic-Con. No, we never have. I did. We've always been to parties. Too, too I went. Parties. You guys went to parties. I went back. Okay. Um, Pouting. Mark Wade's... T- yeah, thanks. Uh, I'm not going to miss that. <laughs> uh, Mark Wade's Daredevil topped the list of Yes, nominations. because it's the greatest comic out right now. Okay, okay and yeah. I'm going to say surprisingly... Is it delayed right now, though? Because I haven't seen a new issue in a while. 10.1 comes out next week. Yeah. Okay. Uh, among uh, the best limited series nominees, just thought it was interesting, was one of the Flashpoint miniseries. <laughs> Which one do you think? Um, oh, the one Booster you guys... Booster Gold wasn't a miniseries. The one you guys talked about... The one we... Yeah, the Cyborg. One, no. The one we loved. The one we loved. And you even yelled Batman. at me. No. Batman. Batman, Night yes. of Vengeance, was nominated for Best Limited Series. Because the, the, the 100 Bullets team did that. Uh-huh. And uh, it's great. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I agree with that. Anything else? Uh, no, uh, nothing. Did our boy Joe, Ke- Joe Keating get nominated for No, he did for not get nominated. Because no. he won last year. I yeah, think. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. That was for Pap Gun. Mm-hmm. Yep. Editing. Yep. Derek Robertson, uh, who's the artist on The Boys, is doing an A-Train miniseries, doing a prequel to The Boys, uh, which I guess The Boys is go- from Dynamite is going to I've actually stayed with that arc. book. And ha- have you enjoyed it? I well, Speaking have. of A-Train, it he's back on WWE. Oh, is that a character? Yes. Okay. Who's A-Train? Lord Tensei or something Oh, like Prince that? Albert. Prince Albert. Remember, yeah. he was the A-Train. Brock Lesnar's back, too. Brock Lesnar. Wow. Well, too bad Chris isn't here to talk about this. No, because he would go on and on. We're just giving you the highlights. Okay, that's great. Okay. So good. Yeah, back to you. You've enjoyed the boys. All yeah, I mean, it's been building up to a nice uh, finish for the show. Wait a minute. Wait I a did minute. not go no. there. Wait a minute. No! Wait a minute. So you're saying you're no. the okay. boys are building up to a big finish? Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> I'm just repeating what he said. I know. Um, so, Lon, do you actually have a copy of Walking Dead number one? No, I do not. Okay, I thought this was going to make you cry because apparently last week at auction, a uh, graded copy, 9.5 of Walking Dead number one, mm-hmm. went for $7,000. Get the out of here. The previous high record for Walking Dead number one was 2500 Wow. So it's gone up to 7000 How about it? Does anybody at this table have the Walking Dead number one? No. no. I think the lowest number I have is... You have Walking Dead number one? I got the whole series here. Single issues? Holy crap. Steve, Steve can retire. Cinetti. Steve is a millionaire. $7,000. $7,000 for number one. Yeah, but that's probably graded 9.8. Yeah. 9.5. See, Steve knows his comics. He does. <laughs> well, go yours, get yours Steve? graded and get $5,000. But I think my number two and up are all like probably 9.6, 9.8. Oh, for God's sake. Get dude, it cash it's in now, dude. Does it cost to get stuff graded? No. $35 a book. Yeah. And, and if out of 5000 Steve, seriously. You could retire. Stop you being your son to college. And or I'm you ta- could I'm not talking go on vacation. <laughs> and you better do it now because that show doesn't have much much years left. That show has infinity left, Lawn. Yeah, but you know how shows jump the shark. Yeah. Cash in now, dude. And they're going to jump a zombie said, shark. Everybody mm-hmm. said that a couple of years ago when it hit like 
$300, everybody said, ooh, 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 sell now. Oh, you know, I sold my Teenage Ninja Mutant Turtles number one for $200. I've been kicking myself. Not as Teenage Mutant Ninja. I was going to say. Teenage Mutant Ninja. (laughs) (laughs) Now it's just Ninja Turtles. I still have two through, like, 14. Somewhere. You know, I I heard a theory on that. On what? The the reason they brought it down to Ninja Turtles? Yeah. Because they're aliens and they're not mutants. No, it's a Twitter thing. Oh. That does oh make sense. God. They can't just There's put modern. TMNT on no, Twitter? I believe TMNT is but owned by did, someone else. Uh, we did, on the Facebook fan page, we did get on Facebook uh, for Fanboy Planet, uh, Orion, Sean Orion King wrote in and did say Arian. That, Arian said that, uh, did mention that, yes, on the animated series, the ooze was of extra dimensional. Of course. Extra but they're not content. alien turtles. It wasn't radioactive? That May was have been. Movie. That was in the movie. Well, I mean, the movie in, in the uh, book, it, they tied it into Matt Murdock. I mean, the I do remember that, yeah. yeah. But TCI, when they did investigate it, was it TCI or TCI R M? I don't know. When they investigated it, they found out the ooze was from another world, yeah. and that's when they went and fought the Triceratons or something like that. But. Okay, so but that does tie in because Rick discovered this last weekend. That uh, there are zombies in the Star Wars universe. Yes, that doesn't surprise me. No. Oh, I did. You know why that doesn't surprise me? And those zombies are George Lucas's artistic integrity. Oh. Shambling around. Well, seriously, so. dude. If you can be dead, per se, and then get rebuilt as a cyborg, what, why can't you be a zombie? Or still be animated by midichlorians. Or join with the Force and be just a, a live ghost. That's weird. So the, I'm uh, not sure what you said was even possible. No, because at the end, you know, Yoda, Ben, and Anakin yeah, all yeah. pop up and wave to everybody. Alive ghosts, though. They're still just ghosts. But they're alive and sentient, right? <laughs> they're non-corporeal. Wouldn't that be weird, oh, nice though, if word. you're going Long through learn something. You're going through puberty and there's Ben Kenobi just kind of watching you everything, everywhere you go, everything you do. Who there's watched, no privacy. Who watched Ben Kenobi? What? Who was Ben Kenobi watching? I'm just saying that if you Mom, had a Yoda that, and that, a Ben Kenobi in your life. Was your parents put you on medication? No, no, I'm just saying, though, think about it. If you're like a, lo- a young Luke Skywalker, and you know that at any time Ben Kenobi and Yoda can pop up and just say hi whenever they feel like it. Young, Luke Skywalker was already an adult. I'm just saying, that, well, young adult. Think about it. Right. How come I, they didn't pop up when he was making out with his sister? Until... <laughs> Luke, uh. no. no. No, Luke. No, Annika, no. <laughs> okay. So tell us, Rick, save this oh, conversation. Oh, we're actually going to talk about this. Well, for so, God's sake. So uh, on, in paperback uh, just last month, I noticed on the shelf uh, there was a, a Star Wars book. You looked at it closely, and it's definitely a zombie hand holding a lightsaber coming out of the snow. How do we know it's a zombie hand? Because uh, it's green and it's got all kinds of bites rotted and flesh. rotted flesh on there. It could just be burns from holding the lightsaber. You're so right. Close. It could, could be. be just a Sith. But in fact, if you read a couple of pages in there, it's zombies. They're animated dead. Um, one of them is uh, the first book actually came out. Can you give us the actual titles of the book? So the first book, the first book I saw was Red Harvest, which is actually the second book to be published. <laughs> Red Harvest. Because I the, get it. The, yeah, you get it. Yeah. So instead Explain of for Blue, Blue Harvest. Harvest, Blue Harvest, right? Is the, the working title for Star, not the work title, the the secret title. Secret title was Blue Harvest. All the scripts said Blue Harvest, right? So why would if nobody knew what Star Wars was, why would Blue Harvest throw anything off? It should didn't. have been our first clue that he was crazy. No, oh, actually, yeah. because the thing is that at that time, Lucas was writing high off American graffiti, and 
you. But, probably, but if he would have, if people would have said, "Hey, his new movie's called Star Wars," he was just committed to secrecy. Yeah. Star Wars. And and really, I think it's hard for people to really because Star Wars itself is so huge to remember really how famous he got out, out of, of American, American Graffiti. Graffiti. Yeah. Was he like a total stud back then? I would never say that George Lucas was ever a total stud. Well, he's done he? THX 1138, and which was a, which is a minor, it was minor success at the time. When did he start dating Linda Ronstadt? Before was, or after, after Star, Star Wars? Wars. After Star ah, Wars. so he did turn it into something. Yeah, yeah. he got a little blue by you. If then you know he did mean. the Star Wars Christmas special, um, and she left him. No, he did not. George Lucas never did a Star Wars Christmas special. Hey, these are not the specials you're looking this for. This is not the special you're looking for. Getting back to the books. So Red Harvest is actually the first chronologically, but the second one published. So it was published just recently. But it okay. takes so place. It's like a prequel to the last one. takes place back in um, before uh, the rise of the empires, before Darth Plagueis and for the okay, any, yeah, any yeah. big, big uh, nerdy people. Yeah. So... Um, in it, something goes horribly wrong, and you end up in a zombie-filled area with a lightsaber. And well, of course it goes horribly yeah. wrong. But wait so, a minute. Weren't stormtroopers pretty much mindless zombies no, anyways? They're, no, they're not. No, I don't mean they are. I'm saying in the movies, weren't they pretty much just fodder for they, your, well, your fodder, blaster? That's different, but that's not mindless. They're, they were just stupid. They didn't. They didn't eat the uh, eat the flesh of their. How enemies. do you eat flesh of enemies with a helmet on? You take it off. You yank it off, and you see eat. that's just weak. Okay, that's weak storytelling. All right. Do they put the helmets back on after? No. So then they're helmetless zombie troopers. Okay. Okay. I'm just saying. Um. Anyway, which is harder to tweet? Helmetless mm. zombie mm. troopers. The books. The books are written. The second. I sold my first issue of that for two dollars. <laughs> The f- Do yourself. The yeah. first book uh, was called Death Troopers, and it's about yeah, that sounds seen. good. It's the one about uh, a bunch of troopers, their ship, find a ship basically find a yeah. limp, and it's there's all these zombies inside the ship, and I so like that. They have to get through. These are written by Joe Joe Schreiber, and what I've read so far, it's it's passable zombie fiction, a lot better than a lot of what's out there. But with the force, but with what? Well, Why with not? Star Wars in it? Why not? And uh, it's kind of cool. Why I not? Mean, I've stopped. I had stopped buying Star Wars novels a little while ago, and I, these are the first two I bought in quite a while. So I just wanted to point it out: since zombies are hot, and people might be looking for something to change up their their uh, zombie like, reading or their like Star the Wars Walking reading. Dead and you like Star, Star Wars, Wars, this is the Reese's peanut butter cup of fiction. Exactly. Has there ever been Star Wars fiction of like Lando Calrissian, like yes. how to score ladies? No. no. That is what uh, somebody should get on writing. There is a Wookiee cookbook. Ooh. How to cook a Wookiee? Uh, I thought there was a... A Wookiee there, cookbook. There have been a couple of Star Wars cookbooks. Yeah, yeah. But I think uh, I think you got a book to pitch. I think mm-hmm. you can do that. Yeah. The Ladies' Man. Yes. Of Bespin. All right, moving on. Yes, let's move on to movies. Uh, do Wait. the zombies use the Force? No. I have one last question. The Force is about life. Nate. Who drives one of those twin cloud cars? Which guy has the controls on that? In, in Bespin. They argue about it. Do they? Incessantly. They actually, in an emergency, they can split apart. Oh, well, that's handy. Okay, good. I like that. I like Let's that explanation. Talk movies. 
in a section I like to call Suck It Dave Tapia. Whoa, John Carter what? made its budget back. Wait, I just why did say that? Yes. Why did Dave Because Tapia Dave kept saying, you're not going to get a sequel as boy, you know. But it's actually still doing very well overseas, increasing, and like. And the fan Forbes buzz on it is actually really hot. Forbes I mean, has, has written an article about it, and it's like basically the consensus now in the critical press is Disney. Why did you do such a bad job of advertising this movie? Right. And so why didn't you talk about Eggy Burrows or Tarzan? Yeah. Why didn't you talk about the fact that so many really successful series like or Star Wars and why didn't you just make a decent poster and call it John, John Carter, Carter of Mars? Mars. Or Warlord of Mars. My God, any Warlord kid would have gone completely awesome. nuts to see Or that. Princess of Mars. You can't say Princess. Why not? Why not? Because they say if you oh, if Disney, Disney believes that if you put Princess in the title, oh, Disney teen princess, boys will not girls go, will go see, see it. it. Yeah, and then you show that chick in a little bikini in the commercials, and all the teen boys go see it. He's Lynn got a point Collins, there. Lynn Collins, you are awesome. Yeah. So uh, I still haven't seen it. Oh, she's is it good? A, she's you should go good. see it. Oh, I've seen it twice already. I'm thinking it? about going to see it Nate, again. Did you see it? I did see it. I saw it. And you enjoyed it? I did. I saw it two weekends ago. Uh-huh. Did you see it yes. in 3D? Or? No, I saw it in I regular. I don't think 3D is necessary. It's not at all necessary. I saw it in 2D uh, by myself. That's getting sadder. Oh, his girlfriend's here now. Lon wasn't yeah, I available. Just took the dog away. Yeah, I forget. <laughs> Wait, I was. No. I had some oh, something here. on. You <laughs> wanted to see Twenty One Jump Street or something? Oh God, regretting oh, every minute of that. Uh, but yeah, I was thoroughly entertained throughout. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And wondering the whole time, why did they do such a terrible job promoting, promoting this film? It. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so you said the DVD and Blu-ray are already, you can pre-order. You can pre-order them out on Amazon right now. Wow. There's three different, there's a DVD, shameful. there's a DVD Blu-ray set, and then there's the premium one that comes with a digital version. We haven't determined yet if is that's still in the crappy yeah, Disney it's still, it's still in digital or if it's a real Is digital. Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance still in theaters? I don't know. Don't think so. Because that movie was terrible. Mm. Yeah. It's too bad. So, yeah. John uh, Carter of Mars, on the other hand, was great. So yeah. I was in a Disney store over the weekend and saw like the only piece of John Carter. Uh, there was merchandise? A t-shirt. What? And I mean, literally, there was a t-shirt. It said, John Carter, we apologize. In the, the, letters. In the table of adults. Uh, no, when I say adult, meaning clothes in the size of adults. Grown-up apparel. Yes. Grown-up grown up apparel. It was a table of T-shirts, and there was a John Carter T-shirt. You would think was it even on sale? What, no. did, what was the design? Uh, the JCM, which is, again, it's driving me crazy that everything says the JCM logo with a half silhouette of Taylor Kitsch. And it was like, you know, okay. You know what? Give me a Thark T-shirt. At least wow. give me an action figure. Realize I would have bought a Thark. Frank Frazetta, you know, did an amazing job. Michael Whalen did an amazing job of the covers of those books. You have so much adventure, adventure imagery came out of that. And what we do they give us? They yeah. give us Let it JCM. go, guys. Let no. it go. No, it's not dead yet. Because you know who's hurting the most from all this? I am. Who? Taylor Kitsch. Because you know why? He's... The star of one of the biggest box office bombs of all time. But it's not a bomb. It was originally, right? <laughs> and it's it only touted, four weeks. Touted as. <laughs> and here's the problem with Taylor Kitsch. His next movie, to bounce out of this? John Carter of Mars. No. <laughs> Battleship. Okay, so, guy. And I, I, don't think, I don't think I mentioned this before. So when I went to see John Carter, they showed a trailer for Battleship, and I had Luke with me. And Luke watched the trailer and went to it, and it says... Battleship, big and he just goes. That's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh. <laughs> from he, the mouths of seven-year-olds. No interest. Uh, he is now eight. Thank you. Oh, from yeah. the mouths of eight-year-olds. He had just turned eight, so it was his birthday. One of his birthday weekend celebration things was to see John Carter in IMAX 3D. Battleship. Yes. Taylor Kitsch. Can't believe this guy. It's gonna suck. So okay. let's talk about. Did everybody watch the trailer for Ted? I did. I don't know, I don't know how I feel. Seth MacFarlane's movie with with Mark Wahlberg about a guy who has brings his teddy bear to life to protect him as a child, but can't give it up as an adult. And Seth MacFarlane is voicing the teddy bear. What I can't understand is, hmm. can other people see the fella. teddy bear? I was thinking from the trailer that it seemed like Mila Kunis's character was aware that Yeah, because she said, we got to get rid of Ted. But I don't know if she saw him as just a normal no, teddy she bear. No, can't you ask him to move out? Oh, and so we can start okay. our life o- together. So is it like the dog show? Was that Wilfred? Yeah, Wilfred? it's like it, it, that's yeah, what I thought. It reminds me a lot like Wilfred. Well, it did well. There's a second season coming, but it doesn't oh. come back till June. So okay. you know, um, that was a funny show. Very twisted. Very wrong. I couldn't get into it. I mean, it was good, but it just I don't know. I I, I kept watching it. The Ed Helms there, one I, was I pretty wanted, fun. I wanted to put a dog suit on you and see how well you could, you could <laughs> do that. Character. Really, I did. Mm. Yeah, it's just like that. Yeah, so I, th- you know, the trailer looked funny, but I would agree with Nate that it seems like maybe because it took him longer with CG than mm. just putting a guy in a dog suit. Oh, I haven't seen the same idea. Well, but, it, but it's, it does sound very similar. But he's very foul-mouthed, and uh, I think uh, Seth MacFarlane should just stick to uh, voicing German uh, action heroes. Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I just kind of appreciate that he was trying to break out of the Family Guy mold, you know. Really? By having an animated talking animal with a human being? Well, he was also in Hellboy as the, uh, you know. No, I'm just saying. Yeah. Ted is basically Brian and Stewie and whatever. I understand what you're okay. saying there, but it's just a break away from, the, from what Family Guy and is. And it has Mila Kunis in it. And who plays I, the I voice re- of I May. I realize that, but she's also a box office draw to young men. It's so, true. Yeah. That's true. I, she could have been my princess of Mars, if you know what I'm saying. I do know what you're mm-hmm. saying, because I always know what you're saying, because it's always pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. So, uh, how about the Total Recall trailer? The Total Recall remake First of all, Colin Farrell. Was this the first movie to have a trailer for a trailer? No, what? because Prometheus no. did, and... Uh, oh, did, is that the new trend? Because that's BS. I'm really tired of, this, of that trend. Yeah. That's stupid. Because even the Avengers did that. They had, well, they're like, trying to make the release of the... Oh, yeah. The release of the trailer is now an event. So they have to advertise the event. Yeah, yeah, but how about the trailer itself? Now that you've seen the trailer. I don't think I've seen the whole trailer. Ah, I only the saw trailer. the trailer for the trailer. Isn't that a teaser? It's Maybe. A, there's Maybe. a teaser trailer. I didn't see the, Actually, I didn't see the teaser trailer. I only saw the regular trailer. So the TT oh, becomes the before the big T. Yes. Mm-hmm. The, uh, they are not going to Mars. That part, yeah. that much is very clear from the. Who cares? Uh, At this no, point, it's a different. Uh, it's a that's different good. take on the same source material. We yeah. remember for you. Because if I'm going to watch the same movie, it better be different. Oh my god, I've hung out with you too long. I that actually made sense. to Thank me. you. <laughs> but this one, I we kept on flashing on the other movie from different parts of it as they went through. Well, I was recognizing what was a similar idea. Yeah. Well, no, no, there's, there's like when he gets back and his wife tries to kill him and all that. Yeah, so they're, they're, again, similar idea. Well, it is Colin Farrell. You know he's probably messing around. And his wives are going to try and kill him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I heard it's got, what, Jessica Biel and Kate yes. Beckinsale? Yes. Hotties. And, uh, and Brian Cranston, who's just like in every movie. Is right Brian now. Cranston playing the Ronnie Cox role? Yep. That's amazing. Or it looks like he is. Who's playing Richter? 
Uh, I don't know. I didn't oh, because that's the I best put, part. Uh, but John F. See Cho you at the party, Richter. But John F. Cho was in it, and uh, hmm. so I saw a couple faces that was like, oh yeah, that's a cool actor. That's a cool actor. Who plays Quato? Is what I want to know. They didn't show a Quato. If there's no Quato, it's Andy Samberg okay? in the Total <laughs> Recall. You want. you want Andy Samberg there? He's wow. Like, do you have that in TV? Oh, I thought he's. No. We'll just do it real fast. Okay. Kristen Wiig, Andy Samberg, Jason Sudeikis. All dead. Oh, leaving leaving SNL. SNL. Except I would have to agree with the analysis that if Mitt Romney uh, gets a Republican nomination, Sudeikis is going to show up every other week. They'll just get some new guy that can do it better. Well, I have to agree. I do think Sudeikis' Mitt Romney is a rather lazy impersonation, just like I think. Yeah, he's not a good impression. As much as I like Fred Armisen, I think Fred Armisen's impressions are all really lazy. Barack Obama and his Lawrence Welk are terrible. They're lazy. Yeah. Yeah. Is Fred Armisen staying, though? I think he still is. Well, yeah. that so guy's been on there like forty years now. They're just their their farm team contracts are up, right? They can yeah. go off and do their own yeah. thing. Are they still in the situation? Are they in the period where, if they make continue to make movies, SNL gets a cut? No, I think after eight years they can be released. Yeah. Okay. I don't know so if they've the been on eight years. The movies they've been making, SNL got a cut of. Right. And then they okay. It's just like the WWE. So it's like Emancipation Day. Ooh. Well, yep. those. Let us instead of saying they're dead to you, long. Let us celebrate their freedom. I didn't say they're. I just I heard they were going away, yes. and I thought that's, that's Lauren Michaels is going to execute them. But no, this no. is better news. They're still. He only did still that to Joe Piscopo, or his career. That's true. Yeah. So poor Joe. Um, Moment of silence for Joe. He's still alive. Oh. oh he had right. those Miller Lite commercials. <laughs> those were funny. Okay. Oh, anybody wanted a pepperoni? And Remember hammer, that? No, I don't. Classic. A hammer has announced that they're doing a sequel to Woman in Black oh. called Angels of Death, set in the 60s. Hammer Films? Hammer oh, Films. Oh, okay. Did, you know, the Hammer Studios. Uh, okay. Which I thought was interesting. Uh, I just realized that they'd done... Uh, a, I saw Woman in Black a second time in the pre- at the press screen, and they didn't show like the Hammer Marvel um, oh, they did title card, you know. That said, so I was like, "Whoa, whoa!" Why, it's Marvel like, Comics. No, it's just they have a they have a Hammer Studios opening logo like Marvel's oh, Studios. Right. They're flashing all these horror images and going. Duh, 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 They're saying, I was like, "This is our credibility. Pay attention." Yes, <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah," because well, I mean, how many no. young audience members are gonna go are, are gonna go and say, "Oh, yes," like the, why this is just like Blood of Dracula or whatever? Yeah. You know. yeah. So that was cool. Interesting. Uh, Kevin Feige. Faggy. 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 My uh, friend. Gave an interview this weekend at uh, Emerald City Comic Con where he mentioned. Did he mention that I was the reason the Avengers movie is getting made? No. Somehow I've read several <laughs> interviews with that guy. <laughs> Not that one. has never come up. No. Total Hollywood. Totally Hollywood Seriously. story there. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead. Totally forgot. Yeah. He's, I'm going to write an article. You can post it on the fanboy. Would you please? Because I think it would be really funny. I think so. Uh, <laughs> it's like. You have me to thank uh, for I Avengers. Li- I would like you to just write an article about all the ideas that people have. Stolen, stolen from me from you avatar and you <laughs> no not avatar titanic i was the first one to think about an unsinkable ship sinking yes um anyway uh but he dropped hints that basically if you pay attention they are setting up that the avengers actual franchise under the avengers title would be moving towards civil war that you can see the wait, wait the movies the movies that the if you, plot line the, the plot overarching lines, plot lines. if you see the conflicts it's like that if you go, if you're gonna go from major, because each movie has to be like a super major event. Yeah, Civil War is a logical major event. To you know the, that's the problem. The prob- Do they not remember that Civil War was like eh. reviled? Yeah, th- there's a bigger problem. Is that good or bad? There's a much bigger problem. 
so far so far their universe of superheroes that has to be registered is like six. Yeah. Yeah. Are they going to send the Hulk into space and have a Planet Hulk exactly. movie? Because that would be awesome. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. I would totally love Planet Hulk. It's that logical. would be a good sequel. That'd be awesome. But you need the whole Marvel ga- Marvel universe to make an issue that they have to wait, register wait, wait. these. Oh, basically you're, you're based off War. of Ultimates, yeah. and Ultimates didn't have a Civil War event, right. did it? So I don't think they did. That's stupid. They just all died. Did you see the spoilerish picture of the enemy soldiers? Yes. But I, I, did didn't, I didn't know who they were. They look like... Uh, Scrolls? No. Hella's demons from oh. hell with one L. Oh, uh, okay. They did a side-by-side. And side. they're hella cool. Hella ah! cool. That would make this sense. This podcast brought to you from Northern California. Mm. Uh, okay, so we'll see. Uh, hey, were you, uh, were you clamoring for a sequel to Twins? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not, Starring wait, wait. Schwarzenegger. I and, wasn't uh, at first, but now that you mention it... it? I kind of am. We're going to get triplets. Whoa. You know who's going who's gonna to add? The to Rock. Them? Maria Shriver. Eddie Murphy. Oh, because oh, he's God, hot right now. He makes good movies. He, he revitalizes franchises. God uh, help us. I don't know. Um, Why so, are people still calling him <laughs> to make movies? I don't what know. What does he have on people? <laughs> he must have something. What kind of 48 videos? 48 hours. Of- I don't know. I would think people would have videos of him right. that would be blackmailing him into doing stuff. I don't get Eddie it. Eddie Murphy must have a network of, like, Black Panthers, like, just totally feeding him info. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I Eddie don't Murphy it. Mafia. I'm calling it right now. Okay. And this is just to, and I think this is the only thing I have that's, like, related, to, tangentially related to British television. So don't fall asleep yet, because I'll be quick. All right. Uh, director David Yates, who... You're not the first person to say that to me either. <laughs> I know. Okay. Wait a minute. No. Don't uh, fall asleep because <laughs> this is going to be quick. Uh, <laughs> he repeated it. Yeah, I know. Dang it, Rick. <laughs> I count on you to be better. I'm, I was doing it. <laughs> so, right. Anyway, David Yates, who directed the last few Harry Potter films, and uh, mentioned a, a few months ago that he was going to direct a Doctor Who film, yes. and Stephen Moffat current producer of Doctor Who said, no, that's crazy. No, shut the front door Yes, of the uh, TARDIS. David Yates actually said, wow, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, what he didn't say was, I was just stunned that Lon Lopez actually made a TARDIS reference. Well done. We have infected you. Don't You're going to watch me. the show. You're going to watch the show. <laughs> no, don't bomb. let me hang in. Pound it. Oh. oh God. That just happened. <laughs> Snape. Okay, so anyway, he said that the misunderstanding is that he's talking about directing the film Years from now, <laughs> in the future, it's going to take so much time to develop it that Stephen Moffat will be long gone from the show. <laughs> He's planning his demise now. <laughs> so anyway, who knows? But I thought that oh, wow. was funny. Of all the things, yeah. So it's in the future. It's in the future. Let's move On to another television. Planet. Let's move to television and not talk about Doctor okay. Who because there's nothing really to talk about. Let's talk about Flog, oh. which is really internet stuff. Well, it's not just Flog, it's the whole Geek and Sundry. It's Sean Becker. Go ahead. Well, the Sean Becker Friend is of the program, part Sean of Becker. Flog as far as I can tell. Uh, I think he's the director of Flog, which is the Felicia Log, the video yes. log. Um, Wait, but isn't that called The Guild? No, there's actually several shows in Geek and Sundry, which is a new Geek channel. Sundry, yes. New channel that Felicia Day is launched. Oh, they're a new YouTube with channel. That, with that, yeah, with, My old job. Yeah, so... Yes. So they've uh, the shows that came out this week were 
the first episode well, first of they Flog. Launched, first they launched with the video. Well, first they launched with a 12-hour telethon for subscribers where they where she was online from about 9 o'clock in the morning to 9 o'clock in the evening. I watched most of it. Wow. At least I had it on. Wow. I had it on while I was working at my desk. Right. Would you say it with me? Rick, wow. you, you need, need a, a job. job. Oh. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, <laughs> I just thought he was like, she was on from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., and I watched I all of it. <laughs> <laughs> I said most of it. Did she, like, leave the computer to use yes. the bathroom? Use yes, the they, she would announce that she had to go to the bathroom, oh, and Rick would somebody watch. Else come in. They would That's have horrible. somebody else come in. Um, but uh, on Monday... <laughs> Of course, the Guild part of it was the release of their latest video. music video called We're the Cool Ones Now, I think. Yes. Oh, that was a good video. And, uh, that, yeah, directed that, by a friend of the program, Sean Becker? I don't think it was directed it was by because, Becker. I don't think it was because, if I may say, Sean did not uh, tout it on his Facebook feed. And he didn't direct uh, Do You Want to Date My no. Avatar or the other one. No, he did. did co-direct the second one, the Bollywood one. The Bollywood one. Okay, I wasn't Game sure on. about that. Game, Game on. on. He was co-director of that. So yeah, but the Whedon brother did the first one, didn't he? Yeah. Zach? Yeah, and, Zach and he did this one too. Or Jed, I think Jed, Jed, or Wheaton? Jed Wheaton, Wheaton. Josh Jed, Wheaton's brother. Jed did, did this one as well. Who's the Wheaton kid? Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. We'll get to him. Just a second. So it's Wheaton, not Wheaton. And it's Josh. Wheaton, not Josh. Wheatons. 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 Don't talk about Wheatons. I'm hungry. Go. Um. So, uh, after uh, is there still a sweet potato? We had the first first episode of the Felicia Day video log, which was about her going to see a blacksmith. Because apparently in, in her character in Dragon Age, is it, that she's in? Mm-hmm. Um, she loves to do crafting and blacksmithing. So she wanted to see what blacksmithing was really all about. So she's actually there with this 2,500-degree oven and pulling molten uh, pieces of steel out to bend and uh, twist into... Uh, they actually made a fireplace poker, um, but she was adorable as usual and, and left without any serious burns or okay, and all good. her digits. Uh, they had another show, which is called Tabletop, which is wh- the one that Will Wheaton hosts, where each episode he takes. He does about a half an hour show. Most of these are like 10 minutes long, but he does a half an hour show where he explains the game that they're about to play, the board game, teaches you to play it, and then you get to watch the session. And I'm trying to remember the people who were on this. There were two kind of blogger video types, but then they had um, and Patrick they had one of the guys from Mythbusters, the uh, the Asian guy, it, it, uh, I can't remember his name, um, also sitting at the table. So the four of them played the game. That was, it was probably too long. It, it really, they had, to, they speed, sped it up quite a bit throughout the uh throughout the show and then um the uh the i think that's been it for this week and more importantly though this is like a youtube is is kind of pushing this whole partner channel kind of online thing right uh the nerdist podcast nerdist.com launched another channel at the same time Chris Hardwick's thing, and they're right. doing a bunch of shows Friend like of the program, Chris Weird Al Yankovic and uh, I don't know other stuff. So, I mean, YouTube's definitely pushing more, uh, you know, kind of channel-based entertainment to try and get people to watch on there. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if any if these kind of succeed or fail, and and you know, if it's going to be a trend to keep an eye on. Yeah, yeah. the other, the other one that because I the Fanboy Planet podcast channel could be really successful too. I think so. the other one that's people no, would pay to watch the, this. Uh, the dark, 
the Dark Horse Motion Comic Channel yes, came out know. with the first episode of The Secret. But it's not a separate channel. It's the part secret. of Geek and Sundry. It's part right? of Geek and Sundry. And right. the, the, the thing about that one was this is, a, again, a motion comic, so they take a still image. But this is a motion comic. I don't know that it's actually been a comic to be made into a motion comic. Yeah. Was it a secret? I think it's in Dark Horse Presents. Oh, is it? It came okay. out. And because I think The Secret was one of the short stories that got nominated for an Eisner. Okay, so this is a multiple multiple episode uh, uh, okay. show, and the 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 graphic style is really disturbing. Uh, everyone looks like they're kind of grainy and blood splattered, uh, even when they're not. I don't know who the artist is. And and the when the mouths move, it's like the cheeks are inflating and deflating. Okay. So just kind of disturbing. Okay, not, not really recommended. Well, that's good. Um, let's go because we it is late. Let's talk touch base. With, Game of Thrones came back. Yeah. Awesome. Happy? Oh, very, it was good. Let's happy. stick with awesome for now and say next week, talk about it after two episodes to see if you are That's still fine. The, still I think awesome. I think this this episode really brought everything back from the previous episode, and they're off and running. So. Yeah. It was a good jump on. Am I reading this correctly, that Ultimate Spider-Man and Avengers, uh, Ultimate Spider-Man started and Avengers came back? Correct. How, how are you with that? I liked both of them. I miss Spider-Man. didn't like Ultimate Spider-Man. Why I haven't not? watched Avengers yet. Okay, I caught about a segment of Ultimate Spider-Man. That's more than you usually do before it's, you say you don't like. Well, something. no, I have it TiVo'd. <laughs> I'm gonna or DVR'd. I'm gonna check it out when I get you know when I get a chance. Yeah. I, from what I saw, it just looked really. Feels like they're going for like a Teen Titans vibe, kind of almost uh, like childish anime. You know, yeah. like kind of cheapy. Huh? Not cheapy. That's not the way. The animation bit. style. The animation style was good. I'm talking about just the overall like story uh, style? Okay. delivery. Okay. The delivery of the comedy was very. It, you can tell it's it's v- heavily geared, telegraphed. Well, telegraphed, but also geared towards that uh, that same that same audience, that same okay. demo. Immature. Like, like the way the jokes were set up and the way they were delivered, it had kind of that anime feel okay. and style. They, uh, Did you watch episode one or two or part of episode? I one caught the one where he was riding the uh, spider and, cycle. And you said that was Disney. Okay. Disney oh dear XD. lord. Disney XD okay, so Marvel Mashup is that what they called it or Marvel Mashup is in between the cartoons where they take the old school Marvel cartoons and dub them with different and audio. It, the whole thing was called I think it was just Ultimate called Marvel they, Universe. They alter Marvel the video. They, they, like they alter the art too a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Because I okay. caught the Doctor Doom one with the triple rainbow thing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which okay. was I'll check it out. What does it mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? Wait, what is that? Was that a short? Doom. It was a, yeah. Between the shows, so between Spider Man and Spider Man, uh, the DC Nation's doing too. Right. Yeah. With, with the thing. Wallace and Gromit style. Yeah. Well, kid voice, kid Superman. Superman. Yeah. 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 They had a uh, one bit that was total like Disney Channel style, where it's like a young, energetic guy standing next to like a comic. You know, it was Joe Casada. This one. Yeah. Hey guys, we're here to talk about the Hulk and how cool he is. And then like Joe Casada's just my least like, favorite part of the Disney Channel. Yeah. And then Joe Size is like, yeah, sure, let me, yeah, let me show you how to draw him. Okay, you know. And then he's Let me show you how to draw the Hulk, and all of a sudden there's this perfect rendition of the Hulk, and little kids are like, I want to do that. And they have a stick figure that looks like <laughs> turd. Well, he wasn't doing step-by-step drawing, but. Nate, are you, are, are you a planning to tonight. father children? Oh, yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> but there was one point where the guy They'll teach him to draw. Oh, yeah. They'll be doing. You call that a drawing? That's <laughs> oh, not the Hulk. That's Spider-Man, you jerk. <laughs> Savage Dragon has a fin on his head. <laughs> but, of course, the guy was just all, so, Joe, I hear the Hulk wasn't originally green. Is that true? You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, that I was. That. 
Yeah. It was definitely geared. And that stuff is definitely geared straight to little well, kids. Well, when I created the Hulk. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Not Jack Kirby. Uh, so, all right. Well, let's table it for now. Pick up again next week. Same bat time. No, whatever. No. Let's see. Let's get out earlier. <laughs> I love it. So. <laughs> no. No. Oh, we, you're stuff. forgetting the biggest news of all. What is the biggest news? Anchorman 2. Oh, my God. Yes. Greenlit. Finally. Yes. Okay, so Can't wait. We're happy with that. And that uh, Jason Salazar is almost done editing American Horrible Stories. So you want to end it on that? It. No, I don't. You want to end it on the movie no. you're in? <laughs> wow. Yes. How selfish you are. Go ahead. Let's I, go. I used to talk about crackpot comics all the time. Not at the end. <laughs> it almost killed my career. All right, no. we'll this. <laughs> Anchorman free greenlit. Okay. So, until next week, I'm Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com. Write into editor at FanboyPlanet.com or sandpaper at FanboyPlanet.com. Uh, this is Lon, not in any Salazar movie, Lopez. Cub reporter Nate Costa here, leaving you with this. Bye now. And I'm Rick Brett Snyder, reminding you to use your powers only for self-promotion. We can cut the American horror. And thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com. The original gothic horror returns in a faithful adaptation of Bram Stoker's original classic, The Terror of Dracula. Available on DVD from www.newdraculamovie.com.